All right, welcome to the Digital Dudes Podcast. I'm David, and I'm here with two special guests today. I'm going to go clockwise, so starting with Megan. All right, you've got Megan here. I'm a paid media strategist. All right. You also have Jenny, and I'm also a paid media strategist. Yeah, and um, well, both of you have done a lot when it comes to like case studies, um, a lot of like research over the past, I'd say like two quarters, it's really picked up. I can't even, I mean, Megan, you've been like a blog master, but uh, Jenny, I know that you've done a lot of work on the social uh, and display side too. So today, uh, instead of a single Monday metric, we're kind of doing a Monday metric bonanza regarding Gmail ads. The two of you thought it'd be good to do together where you can just like run through every Gmail metric that there is, provide some quick insight and benchmarks on what those are. Um, and even a couple of little cautionary tidbits about gmail anything else they should know to keep listening it's super interesting super super interesting oh yeah we're thrilled (laughs) (laughs) let's get on with the episode all right so today's monday metric we're talking all things gmail so it's actually how many do we have? Four metrics or three metrics? Four. Four? Okay. So um, on a different episode, I covered open email open rate with Isabel. So we can briefly touch on that. But what are the other three that we're going to touch besides? Uh, the first one is clicks to site. So after somebody opens an email, then they click to the site. So that's one. And then the second is Gmail saves. So did somebody save it to their inbox? And then Gmail forwards is essentially, did they forward your ad to another person? Cool. So we're basically doing a Monday metrics episode. <laughs> all Gmail. Nice. Uh, all right. So Gmail, let's first talk about that. So I'll, I'll throw that at Megan. Tell me what Gmail ads are. So when you head to the promotion section of your Gmail inbox, there's, it's going to sort it by emails that are already coming through your inbox like you would normally get. Like I might get one from some clothing store that I signed up for their email somehow. Um, but at the top of that, there will usually be two emails showing that are promotions or paid promotions. And that is the Gmail ad. Yeah. It's funny because I feel like these used to impact me more before as a company we got on Gmail. Since we've done that, I almost never check my personal Gmail. So I never see any of these promotions besides what I've, whatever I've signed up for. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never look at them. Yeah. Do you guys remember, I should have asked this, but do we have an idea of how many people use Gmail now? It used to be like 60% of folks were like Gmail email users. I don't personally. have a number. Yeah, I don't either. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll get that in another, yeah. another follow-up <laughs> episode. All right. So then, Jenny, hit me with the first uh, open rate on Gmail. Is that different than regular email marketing? Um, not necessarily. It's just obviously like the rate at which somebody opens your email. Um, Megan can probably touch on benchmarks a little bit, but... Um, the open rate is crazy high for Gmail ads. It's sometimes up to 20%. Um, so yes, this is like a really good way to gauge your performance, but it's almost a secondary metric, um, opposed to clicks to site, which I think is more important. Right. I have to keep telling myself this is these, uh, Gmail ads as, as Megan, you were saying it's in your promotions tab. It's like the first two spots, similar Mm -hmm. to search results. You didn't have to sign up for these. They just hit you. And when you click open, it's kind of like a giant, I'll say flyer. It looks like a giant display flyer. It's not like a regular email. No, there are different formats you can use, but usually people keep it pretty simple and just have that one single image. Okay, cool. So what are some, some of the, I mean, 20% open rates insane. So what are some benchmarks that you have? 
since that was teased out. Uh, we have the benchmark for open rate and benchmark for site visit rate. So it kind of like open rate, we say nine to 12%. We have seen higher for sure, 20%. Um, and then the site visit rate is a little more normal. So like more one to 2%, um, what you would normally see kind of like for display. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think this is just my personal theory, but it's, I think there's something that has to do with like the personalization of receiving an email mm. and not necessarily searching for something and clicking on it. It's just like coming to you. Um, so I think that's kind of why the open rates are so high. Um, and even the clicks to site, the click through rate uh, or the clicks to site is higher than what a site visit rate would be for display. Yeah. I totally forgot to ask you how this is used. Do you, is this used in a different way? I mean, I know you guys don't touch our email marketing a lot, but our Gmail ads used differently or when would you use those versus regular email or other channels? You, you got it. <laughs> They're both nodding and looking at each other. It's, I, I would say we treat it pretty much the same as display in terms of targeting. So yeah. it is going to be different than our standard email marketing as it should be. Otherwise we're just running two of the same things. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have our retargeting lists. We have different in-market affinity audiences that will target, um, well, I think that's super interesting, just what you said about retargeting. Like mm -hmm. the fact that you can retarget users with this, because with email, there's been some stuff that AdRoll came out with in the back in the day where it's like, um, I remember Jamie Karkin, she uh, works for Graystar, but she was like, um, oh, this this was embarrassing for her, but she was looking at uh, at Elf uh, fanny packs. She was buying like a, like a fanny pack that was all like blinged out as an elf. And she's like, look, I swear, David, I didn't, um, I didn't buy this and I didn't put it, I didn't put this, I didn't put my email address in, but I looked at the elf fanny pack, decided to hold off. And then they emailed me about the elf fanny pack. And I was like, I don't know how that was happening. And I went down this deep dive closest I could get was that it was an ad roll product. That was like, she must've bought something else on this like tchotchke website before where they kind of knew who she was and then mm -hmm. hit her. She swears that wasn't the case. So, you know, I'll take her at her word, but back to your retargeting, just that you could then hit people in their email box. That's been to your website that you didn't necessarily know what their email address was. Right. Yeah. Super cool. Mm -hmm. Now the reason you guys are saying that the open rate seems so high is because you, as Megan, you just sort of dropped is that, um, you're thinking of this more like display because the, the ad unit is more like a display ad unit when you open it up, mm -hmm. uh, and email marketing though, if you have a good list, you're thinking around 9%, maybe open rate. If you have a, a there are lists like your own curated list that you may hit 20%. There are some vendors you can purchase lists from that you will get guaranteed my air quotes, 18%. But those vendors tend to be in Boca Raton and it's like really shady, like basically it's bot traffic. It's not, they're not right. legitimate opens, right. but for legitimate opens, you could, you could see a 9%. Um, but for you guys, it just seems high because of the display and because the cost of it um, on a CPM wise is much less than a regular email blast. Right. right. And so it just, as you get to site visit rate, who, who is going to talk about that metric? I can talk about it. Okay. As you get to site visit rate, it's more like seems like a super low cost compared to regular email. Yeah. I mean, the site visit rate, even, even for Gmail ads, I think it's super, super high as well. Um, again, like I think this is the metric that's much more important than open rate and something that you should be focused on. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I personally just think it has to do with the personalization, personalization of getting an email yeah. to your inbox and, and opening it. Cause I feel like I just have to clear my inbox every day. Cool. Yeah. So Megan, we'll go back to you for benchmarks, site visit rate benchmarks on these 
Oh, do we have those? Yeah, we said like one to two percent. One to two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did I throw something you didn't have? So that means I got this thing in my inbox. I went mm-hmm. to my promotions tab. I clicked on the thing that said clearly said add. Mm-hmm. I view it and I'm like, sweet. Now, did that mean I had to click through it or I just mm-hmm. somehow get, okay, I had to click through it to be count, account as a site visit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything that will say I looked at it, but then Googled you? No, you, you don't have like view, view through. through. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. That's something we could look though in the conversion path. If someone saw this email, well, I think saw this email and then yeah, Googled and clicked on it. Yeah. Because it's part of the Google stack to serve it. You, you might be able to tell. Yeah. We attach UTM parameters to everything in terms of Gmail, so we can at least look at the click traffic and kind of determine from there. Right. All right. So, is there are there any other metrics when it comes to Gmail ads? There are Gmail saves and Gmail forwards. Oh, exciting! Yes. <laughs> is the save like my Pinterest board? Essentially, I mean, it's it's like the star. Like you save it. Mm. It's important. Um, I gotta believe I would never do this. Yeah. That's pretty common. I, I <laughs> yeah. would say we don't necessarily have benchmarks written down, but when I've looked at Gmail campaigns for saves and forwards per month, they're below 10 usually. It, yeah. Total of 10. Total of 10. And how many, what's a typical like impression count that you guys may, that you guys have seen from these? Probably like 10,000. It depends mm-hmm. on the budget, obviously, but for like every 10,000 impressions, you can probably expect 10 saves or 10 forwards. All right, one per thousand. Yeah. And is the impression count just because I clicked on promotions and I saw the text, but I didn't necessarily click and open? Correct. Okay. Cool. No, that's cool. I mean, that, that, to me, then that's a pretty. When you say the open rate can be from nine to twenty percent, effectively, to me, that's almost like a display ad getting a click click rate or click through rate of like nine percent. Right. I mean, because you're taking an action, you're engaging with it right. to see it. You didn't then right. d- decide to go to the website. But you could kind of think about it like. The open rate with display, it's hard to tell when you have an accidental click because you click mm. on it and it takes you to site. With this, it's a little bit easier to weed out the accidental clicks because you have the open rate, but then they still have to click to site. So you kind of get that extra step of weeding unqualified users out. Yeah. We call, <laughs> we had a geofencing vendor um, that always called that a secondary action rate. So it's like you click on the thing. And it's like, then you have to take one more step to prove you're really interested. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, as we heard in Isabel's episode about email open rate, she's saying that like, well, if you have, if you have a sizzling subject line, maybe they'll click into it. And then when you, you present them a pile of garbage, then they're like, you know what? I'm never, I'm not actually not interested now. You click baited me through that title and now you have nothing worthwhile. Right, right. So uh, it's more of making sure good titles, um, right? So he- uh, do they call that headlines for Gmail then, or what do they call that? Subject? Yeah, it's a subject line. Yeah. Okay. So good subject you got to have, and then you have to have decent content within to get them to go through. Right. Otherwise, it's just awareness building. Correct. Right. We usually bulk our Gmail campaigns. Like we, we do more than just the single image. We'll add in, um, it's called a catalog. So you can look at amenities, floor plans, um and yeah yeah basically features mm-hmm. cool well uh is there anything else i think we usually talk about um cautionary tales with metrics or things to be aware of so you don't over optimize i don't think we have to hit that on every one of these but is there anything interesting sounds like gmail's i've it seems like gmail seems really interesting from a retargeting standpoint, some of the other success we've seen, you guys have some case studies we can go through another time. But are there any, I guess, cautions about using Gmail or any of these metrics and over-optimizing to them? 
My one caution was people get really excited about that super high click-through rate and they're like, well, let's just pour all of our money into Gmail and not use search. Like our, these are beating our search click-through rates. So um, I would say this is definitely more on the upper funnel, um, whereas search is where you're going to receive the majority of your form fills, your phone calls, um, stuff like that. I think this complements search really well, but should not be used as an alternative. So do you think it's more the upper funnel when you're not doing the Gmail retargeting? Yeah, so I think if you're using Google in-market audiences for people who may be in search of an apartment, this is a great complement to other forms of media as well. Got it. Yeah, I. it seems like a really fun sandwich where it's like you have Gmail to help build awareness within market audiences. You have search to hopefully get people in your funnel and maybe pick up on some of those people that saw it. Then you have the retargeting of Gmail that comes back around at the end and it's been like, you've seen my mm -hmm. apartment, make sure you do you, you come visit us for a tour. It's just a nice closed loop. Yeah. All right. I guess my cautionary tale is related to creative. Um, it Email is different than display when someone may assume, and it's more normal to see repeat display creative in different places, but it's a little more, it's just different. You don't assume that you're going to see the same email 10 times in your inbox. So display or creative refreshes are important for Gmail. Do you have any least. rules of thumb? I mean, I would say at least once a month. It's kind of, that's a lot for us, but yeah, it's uh, needed. Right. Part of the problem it seems with Gmail is um, it's hard to get enough audience to keep spending your budget. So you can throw some budget at it, and it's very successful because. But it's also not a very competitive um, channel. Like not other people are doing it, so your budget goes a really long way. But then if you're only throwing a little bit of budget at it, then it's hard from a service level to keep refreshing the, the creative just because of how right. time consuming it is to build the campaigns and, and set them up and flight them. Right. So um, if you're running it on your own, then try to refresh it once a month. You know, otherwise, please beg your vendor, right. like keep refreshing it so you don't just like crush that one audience with the frequency. Right. Right. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks.